Yeah, those beautiful teenagers and babies. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God is working it out. Amen. Amen. That's right. Let's get it. Amen. I like it. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. Super excited about all that is going on in the house of the Lord today. Amen. We want to do a quick prayer because many of you know that we have put a, it's not necessarily a timeline, but we have a vision of this church being, including the teenagers and uh, the children being 150 deep by the end of this year. Amen. And we're not just talking about 150 that come every now and again, which has been the problem. We've probably got about 300 people connected to the church, but if we could every get everybody in the church at one Sunday, hallelujah, amen. So Heavenly Father, right now in the name of Jesus, we come up against the spirit of distraction, the spirit of laziness, the spirit of, I go if I feel like it. We come up against all of that right now. And we speak, decree, and declare that the members of this church will operate as members of this church and be here when they're supposed to be here every Sunday, every Wednesday night. And we thank you in advance that Satan's curse is broke, is broken over, keeping the saints away from the house of the Lord. Amen. We decree and declare that we will see that 150 by the end of the year, strong, united, not plain. Jesus. We give you all the honor, the praise, and the glory in Jesus' precious and holy name we pray. Amen. If this is your first time here at the Women's Worship Center, we welcome you. Amen. We welcome you. We pray that we will see you again. As most of you know, for some time now, we have been dealing with a sermon series entitled, Are You New? Are You new and though that is the title of this sermon series what i have been praying is that you have been evaluating yourself with this most simple question of am i new i, I mean it, you know we've been doing this for about five weeks now and so it makes no sense if you have not asked yourself on at least one occasion, am I new? And, 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 and uh, every day, almost all day, if you got a life, anything like mine, you get to evaluate how you're doing. Hmm. When someone does something stupid in traffic, and almost causes you to wreck, are you new? When your haters is keeping your name in their mouths for no reason at all, the question is, are you, are you new? When the enemy presents temptation to you, temptation that has in times past has held you a prisoner to sin, are you are you new? When the co-worker is rubbing you the wrong way, mm, and truth being told, you really don't like them no way. Question is, question is, are you, are you new? I happen to believe that if you deal with your haters, if you deal with Satan's distractions, if you deal with the people in traffic, but especially the people that are around you every day, if you handle them or you operate against them in a new fashion when they oppress you, I believe that we show them Jesus. I don't think that we, I don't think we do, I don't think we do anything for the kingdom of God if when people come against us, we're who we've always been. I don't think we do anything for the kingdom of God when people wrong us, disrespect us, if we operate evil for evil. In fact, the Bible tells us not to return evil for evil. So when you known to be a trip, when you known to explode, when you known to go, go off, when you known to get real silly at just the drop of a dime and then somebody does something crazy to you and you have and you have this newness about you that you operate in a totally different fashion, I believe then and only then we show people the power of the kingdom of God. I tell you what, let's make it a little easier because it was tight when I was asking if he was new. 
make it a little easier. Are you at least newer? Newish. <laughs> uh, you know, so, 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 some of us can't testify to being new, but you know, I'm newish. I'm, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm getting better. Here we go. I'm, I'm getting better. I'm getting. <laughs> Aren't you glad that we serve a guy that doesn't expect you to change years overnight? Hmm? Uh, uh, some of you have been in the hell that you've been in for 30 years, and you want me to preach you out in 45 minutes. The devil is alive. You're going to have to come back. Amen. You're going to have to come back. Amen. <laughs> Bless the Lord. <laughs> Are you at least getting newer? See, the thing is not to conquer all of your issues just like that. That's for the most part not even possible. But 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 you have to be but but you have been expected over the last 5 weeks to at least be as my one of my armor bearers, Kenny said, I'm getting better. You got to be at least getting better. One of the things I want to talk to you about today is the barriers that can be stopping you from being new. And I first want to introduce you to a word or deal with a word called stronghold. Stronghold. Now, now, there are a few different meanings for the word stronghold, all according to who you ask. But ultimately, they all basically mean the same thing. One definition that I picked is uh, a place that has been fortified so as to protect it against attack. A place that has been fortified so as to protect it against attack. Now, 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 let's deal with this uh, because when you first read this definition or at first glance you see it, most times we would assume this definition a positive thing. Amen? And, 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 and not only will we see it a positive thing, uh, 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 you know, we would think that this is working for our favor. What's been, and, and, and it is, as long as what's been fortified is godly. As long as what's been fortified is godly, you're good. So, so, so before we can go on, let's deal with that being what, what fortified means. Now, now, just like we always talk about in Proverbs 4 and 23, above all else, guard your heart or your mind. Your mind needs to be fortified. And, 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 and when we think about fortified, we, 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 what usually comes to mind is walls being put up. And in fact, the Old Testament, when, when they spoke of being fortified, it mean that there was a defense put up. Let, let's look at Jeremiah uh, chapter 1, verse number 18, uh, the New Living Translation. And it says, for see, today I have made you strong like a fortified city that cannot be captured, like an iron pillar or a bronze wall. The prophet would face intense pressure when he delivered unwelcome messages to Israel. So, so God promised to make him an iron pillar and a bronze wall, and nothing would be able to penetrate it. Here, here are a few pictures. Uh, here are a few pictures of some walls to give you an impression of what fortifying the cities look like. You see, you see this wall right here. There's, there's not a place that you can't dip in and begin to infiltrate what's going on inside that building. And even, even that opening that you see far down on the left side of the picture, it is, it is manned with military manpower. They are ready to kill you if you step through those, if you step through those entrances. I think we got another. Now, now, now you see the city, you see the city inside of this, and you see the wall going all across, all around, that city and 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 this and and the wall is to keep out enemy invaders uh that 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 have the wrong agenda uh, for what's inside the wall oh god so 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 again uh i want you to understand that 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 this is how your mind should be guarded against enemy attacks you should be your mind should be in the wall and nothing should be able to penetrate it because the wall, as you see, 
It has no, it has no holes. The problem in the 21st century westernized church is we got too many holes in the wall. Mm, Lord, have mercy. So again, the definition of stronghold is a place that has been fortified so as to protect it against attack. And as I said earlier, when we think about this definition, we usually see it as a positive when dealing with keeping something safe. But, but, but I need you to understand, what I need you to understand is that you are only safe if the stronghold of your mind is guarding and protecting God's truths. But most often what we find is Satan is a fan of the stronghold. Oh, Lord. Satan is a fan of the stronghold. And not just a fan. He has been quite successful in dominating Christian minds since he was kicked out of the Garden of Eden through strongholds. So, so let's put up some scripture and make it church. And we're going to work with this thing for a minute. Is that all right? 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verses 3 through 6. For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war according to the flesh. Oh, some people need to hear that again. For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war according to the flesh. So since they upset you, you don't got a right to cuss them out. That's not walking of God. That's walking in the flesh. But pastor, you don't know what they don't make. No, never mind what they said to you. We do not return evil for evil. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. So all you cussing Christians, you need to, you need to, you know, you need to upgrade. Yeah. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God for pulling down strongholds. So right here, there's a promise in that if you caught it. You, 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 whatever is coming up against you, you've got a defense mechanism that the enemy cannot touch as long as you are in God. And if the devil wants to catch you any type of a way, he wants to catch you, as the young folks say, lacking outside of the will of God. Amen. Verse number five says, casting down arguments and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. And when I was in prison, this is one of the verses that got me saved. Don't, 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 don't change it yet. Don't change it yet. Casting down arguments. In, in, in the King James Version, it says, or any high imagination, any high thing. In other words, it's casting down anything that goes against God's word. Oh, Lord. Every day you get to see if you're new because every day Satan is going to cast a high imagination or a high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. Now, what does that mean? Think about that. It exalts itself against the knowledge of God. You see, so who, who got a Bible? Who got a Bible? Who got a Bible? Who, stand up, baby, with that pretty baby. Stand, stand up right there. Okay, now now hold up. You, you sure, but you're going to get it. All right. And so, and so, and so watch this. He, hold it up. He, 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 Satan puts his knowledge up against the word of God. Let me make it. She said, okay. Hold this up, honey. So, so, so hold it up. Yeah. So, 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 so here's the word of God. And Satan is trying to put his knowledge against the word of God. Let me make it plain for the people in the back. Uh, uh, you don't have to wait till you marry to have sex. But he ain't tell you about everything that happens when you don't wait to have sex. You, 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 somebody, somebody bother you, you give them the business right there. That's a high imagination against the word of God. Oh, Lord. Jealousy. Envy. Just straight hating is exalting yourself against the word of God. And I want you to understand. Thank you, Kevin. Every sin is trying to prove God wrong. Did you catch that? Every sin. That's why it says every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. Hold on, though. But because we're new, what we do with that is we bring every ill thought 
into captivity. We lock it up. You, 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 ever, you ever had to lock up uh, a demonic thought on a Friday night? <laughs> That's one of the hardest prisoners to keep, to keep locked up, ain't it, Jack? Hey, you hear me? Just, you just, <clears throat> but he's calling. Oh, shut up. But she's cooking for you. Stay in there. Y'all better, y'all better, y'all better act like y'all ain't. Stop acting like you ain't never had a battle of thought. She said, "What? Come on." Yeah, huh? Because, <laughs> as one of my mothers in the Lord pointed out, all our issues ain't with sex. Some got a lot to do with attitude. Hey, <laughs> huh? So I want you to catch this, casting down arguments, cast down arguments and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing unto uh, thought, uh, every thought unto captivity uh, to the obedience of Christ. Verse number six, watch this, and being ready to punish all disobedience when your obedience is fulfilled. Now this is powerful because it's now it's saying that you've matured because not only does it lock up faults that exalts itself against God, it says, now nah, that ain't cool enough, I'm going to punish you. How do you punish uh, yourself? How do, how do you punish disobedience with your obedience? By operating as the word says. See, 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 check this. <laughs> when you mature as a Christian, obedience is sexy. It's sensible. You want to do it. Nothing else really makes sense. That's why when you got saved and you saw people still out there on crazy times three, you found yourself saying stuff like, what is wrong with them? That don't make no, you was just doing it six months ago, but, but you saved now. So you got a whole different outlook. That, 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 was that me? Lord, have mercy. Anybody ever just ride down the street and have a thought of, of you yesteryear, uh, before Christ, before you got saved, before you got serious about the Lord, you ever have a thought, and, and, and you can't even sit still when you have that type of thought, right? And I, I think I told you right a couple years ago, I make noises when sometimes when I'll be, I'll be riding down the street, my wife think I'm crazy, I just think of something stupid, I'm like, <laughs> she's to the point now, she just goes, something stupid, I'm like, yes, yeah, something stupid. But because truth be told, Sin, sin made you who you never was meant to be. Yeah. You, you, how many times in sin did you find yourself saying, I can't, I can't believe me. I can't believe me. So, 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 so a stronghold is something like a castle. It's, it's a fortress. It's a stubborn argument fortified in the place of a person's psyche affecting the way they think to stop them from coming into the truth. Now, I heard an awesome teaching years ago, and I'm going to borrow some points from it. I don't steal, and when I borrow, I'll let you know because I've, I've had whole sermons borrowed, and nobody said thanks, Steve, or nothing. They just took them and preached them. But, I, so, but, but you know, and, and I called my spiritual father one day. I said, did you see that joke? I had the nerve to put it on Facebook. That's mine. And you know what my, my, one of my spiritual fathers said? That ain't yours. Somebody gave it to you. God gave that to you. That wasn't yours. How are you going to get mad at something? It's doing what it's supposed to do. It's getting further out there. And from the old school hip hop crowd, I'm like, I, I told him, I ain't going to lie. I said, he's still biting. And I hung up. He's still stealing. He's... I, wanted to, I wanted to give you some, some thoughts on this real quick. And this is, this is, this is, this is deep. Um, and I don't think every time we have to reinvent the wheel, but I, I want you to pay really close attention because I believe that there's some breakthrough today in some people's lives if you're able to tap into this. And, and as I said before, there's also godly strongholds where you can learn a specific truth and that thing fortifies you. Now for the record, we need to know what this word fortify means. And it simply means, watch this, uh, to keep protected, to make stronger. It simply means to keep protected, to make stronger. Now, now, this is deep. This is deep. And I'm going to tell you why here in a second. So let's just say that we're talking about living a clean and righteous life. 
This is what you've decided you are, you are going to do. And you have built a certain arsenal of scriptures. And now when Satan tries to penetrate your soul and sow, S-O-W, a lie, that stronghold of truth in your mind will refute or prove that lie wrong. And you can continue to live clean and righteous before the Lord. See, see, I, I want you to understand the importance of becoming one with the word of God because you begin, once you begin to take the word seriously to where you are not just reading the scriptures, but you are studying the scriptures and then you are applying the scriptures, what you'll find out is that, is that you can do this without loss. Yeah, you, you, a lot of preachers ain't going to tell you that because, see, uh, ain't, no, ain't, no, ain't no profit in a cure. But you can do this without a loss. Amen? When, when you begin to memorizing certain scriptures that help you stay strong where you were once weak, I promise that you will see life differently and you will be able to stay righteous in the eyes of God. Believers in particular, we have to begin to deal with these demonic strongholds. They, 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 they help to keep certain iniquities and entanglements intact. And, and there's a lot of people who don't know how to war uh, off against this stuff. So, so again, godly strongholds are used to fortify uh, uh, true, uh, godly uh, strongholds are used to fortify truths, but ungodly strongholds are used to fortify lies, twisted thoughts. They nature, uh, uh, they, they nurture, I'm sorry, they nurture demonic seeds and promote falsehood. They promote error safely in a person's mind. So let me show you. Mimi, can you take me back to the city, to the guarded city? I want to show you something, and it was, it was I think it was prophetic that it actually had some semblance to, to like the shape of a mind. Uh, when the stronghold, when a demonic stronghold is in play, say you deal with depression. What happens is Satan will work. Once he has duped you into that spirit of depression, he will continuously work on things in your life to keep you depressed. Can you get that picture, Mimi? Can you give me that castle back, please? The fortified city. I want to show you this. This is very the other one. This is this is very very important. Um, I want the one with the wall around the city, it, and 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 this is major because okay. So I want you to see that as your mind. Y'all see it? Now 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 uh, uh, over over to the right. Let's just go. You're dealing with some depression, and, and but but because everything in your life continues to spiral out of control now it started at the right hand side that little patch before the bricks that you see up there and over here by the gate but now it's come all the way down because why what has happened is when it's fortified it's kept safe demonic thoughts troubling thoughts things to make you feel worse about yourself can grow in there safely because guess what it keeps out the truth. I want you to keep that picture up for a minute. I want you to keep that up for a minute, and I'm going to prove my point. Here we go. In other words, they help to strengthen these prevailing mindsets that are contrary to the will of God. These things secure the failure of things subject to them. Has anybody in here ever been depressed? And did you fail as a consequence in certain areas of your life? Because you understand what I'm saying to you. And people was doing all they could to tell you about scripture. They were singing you songs. They were sending you flowers on Facebook and all of that type stuff, right? And none of it could penetrate because it could not get through the strong. And the only thing that you was able to receive was what was whatever was 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 in the mind. So you could not receive anything positive. Because everything in your mental makeup was looking for depression, loss, tragedy. You, you ever met people that and you said, you said you walked away and said, they like being sad. No, they don't. There's a stronghold at work. There is a stronghold. And you have to be careful about how you label people when they're going through these, when they're dealing with these strongholds, because you could actually, you could actually mess them up for good, or at least your relationship with them up for good. 
this is a slippery slope. This is critical because because it, it seems like you know, and it seems like everything's working out for them. Why are you always saying? Because their mind is being held captive to sad thoughts, to brokenness, to letdown, to betrayal. You understand what I'm saying to you? Get, get, get this. Watch this. And 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 also. Watch this. They, they, they secure the failure of things subject to them and limit the kind of joy that a godlike and kingdom-like life promises. Also, get this. Ungodly strongholds come with complexities. And I'm going to define complexities like this. And you can go ahead and put the definition up, and then we'll come back to the picture here in a second. Uh, I'm going to define complexities like this. The state of having many things going on and it being difficult to understand or to find an answer to. Let me AKA that. Also known as, and some of y'all, if you, if, if, if you can relate to this, just put your hands up. Also, like when you say things like, I just don't know what's wrong with me. I really can't explain what's going on. And I feel like I'm going crazy. Those are complexities. Lord have mercy. Now, 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 now let me give you this. Godly strongholds, again, are used to fortify truths that we have learned to empower us to provide appropriate responses. One of the signs of a responsible believer is that you are able to give an appropriate response at any time. An appropriate response at any time. Amen? And, and, and I want you to understand that I've dealt with people who have ministry gifts that deem themselves to be mature. And you can always tell when demons are working in these people uh, uh, demonic entanglements and iniquity, wickedness, and twisted things, because with all these mature, stable, functioning ministry gifts that they claim to have, they cannot provide an appropriate response. You ever ask somebody about something and they just lie? Hold on, watch this. You know they called. You know they're gifted. You know that God's hand is on their life. But for whatever reason, they can't be honest. So when you talk to them, they give you, when you, when you question them, they give you a wrong response. Or, or you, have you ever went to the person, you ever went to somebody that you, you ever, you ever get ready to be able to jump off the ledge, but you know you didn't really want to jump off the ledge, so you went to somebody that you know might talk you off the ledge. They should talk you off the ledge. And for studio gangsters, this is a problem. And so I go to Pastor Sonia, and I'm like, I'm getting ready to smack him in his mouth as soon as he walks into church Sunday. And Sonia says something like, you know what? And then I'm going to slap him. You slap him first, then I'm going to slap him. That's not the proper response. Something is going on in Pastor Sonia. That, 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 that is not giving the proper response, and now we both get ready to go jail. <laughs> you know, I got, I got bond. I keep bond. <laughs> they, 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 they cannot give the, the appropriate rebuttal. You ever talk to somebody like, and you know, just on a godly basis, and then they just they come out of left field with some weird revelation they claim they got from God. And, and, and you over here trying to figure out, is that, are you, are you being, are you lying or are you just deep? <laughs> and they said, well, you, and because, and, and, you know, the Lord told me. Let me tell you all something. Y'all better, there's a whole lot of people that better stop saying the Lord told me. Because if the Lord didn't tell you, there's going to be a day where the Bible says you will have to give an account for every word that proceeded out of your mouth. And I'm going to tell you something. I, I can stand in line and talk to Jesus for a few things, but what I never want to talk to him about is lying on him. The Lord told me. Be careful. That is witchcraft. That, that is someone talking in a way to make you concede to what it is that they want you to do. And they know that because you have a real relationship with God, you won't question the Lord told me. Oh, God. Manipulation, witchcraft. Now, one thing about godly strongholds is that it keeps a believer consistent with principles. Godly strongholds, godly strongholds keep a believer consistent with principles. And principles are simply fundamental truths that support what we be, the support the why, the, the why we behave the way we behave, and basically why we think the way we think. Principles support our belief system. 
And having said all that, I want to identify some strongholds, some demonic strongholds today that I believe will bless you if you'll be honest about if any of these are connected to you. So, so, so when a person has trust issues, there's a stronghold. Men, let me go ahead and bless y'all today. Uh, many of you are, are dealing with, are going to deal with in the future, a woman who has the stronghold of trust issues. Amen. And, and you could be a good brother and it don't make no difference because you're not the problem. Who you represent is the problem and who you represent is her past. Amen. So, so, so when a person has trust issues, there's a stronghold called antitrust that stops believers from really trusting. And in fact, you know, and remember when I told you, I said it exalts itself against the knowledge of God. Mimi, don't even put the scripture up. I, I'm just going to read it. Uh, keep it right there. In, in Proverbs chapter three, we are told to trust in God with all our heart. Lean not to our own understanding, but in all of our ways, acknowledge him and he will direct our paths. We're told that in the Bible, but a stronghold will exalt itself up against that word and say, you know, you can't trust nobody because every time you trust somebody, you get hurt. Are y'all understanding me here today? So, so, so when there is an antitrust stronghold that is working in the life of the believer, a stubborn argument that has told this individual that no one is trustworthy, no one is dependable, no one is believable, and now you have come into relationship with credible people, good people, sent by God to bless you, sent by God to activate you, to propel you into your next level, to equip you and to prepare you for the future. And it's difficult for you to receive from them the things that they are declaring because of the stronghold of antitrust. Some of you can't keep a relationship on the strength of antitrust. Some of you demand too much of the relationship on the stronghold of antitrust because you think that if you could just get as much from the person as they can give, then maybe they won't hurt you. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. And, and, and get this, it, it forbids you to be able to receive from people that love you or people that are truly care about you because that thing is fortified in your mind. And after years of being done wrong, watch this, but the only reason why you was done wrong was because you came out of the circle of grace. So after years of leaving at the club. Do you got a mouse up there? Is that somewhere you could kind of just put the cursor on, on, on certain parts up there? Can you do that? Can we do that? Can we just put the cursor up? Oh, oh yeah. Let's start over by the entrance of the gate over there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Over on the right-hand side, right there. Right there is when you left the club. Go on in a little bit. Now you went to the Waffle House. Now go on in the gate. Go on in the gate. Go, on, go back into the gate. Now you left the Waffle House, and now you're at the Ramada. Mm -hmm. And you heard everything that you wanted to hear. Both y'all drunk, don't know how you believed it. And right there, come over to the left a little bit. Yeah, y'all see that cursor coming over? Now there is the first bit of betrayal, which leads to distrust, mistrust. And then you, you met your old boyfriend. You seen him again. Come on down around there. Your old girlfriend, however, whatever you are, you know. And now, and, and that, they promised that time, and, and they lied. So now move on. And there's some more mistrust. Then you found out your mama, when you was 12, put a cable bill in her name, in your name. <laughs> huh? And that's real, and you can't even get cable because, and there's some more distrust, right? <laughs> going around me because some people didn't pay you back after you blessed them with your rent money and, and they knew that you were struggling and but you didn't want to see them struggling and there, there's some more and you understand how it just continues ain't no use in trusting nobody because ain't nobody gonna do you do you right it forbids you to be able to receive from them because that thing has fortified in your mind watch this are you ready and it's developed a complexity where now you become are y'all ready overly suspicious with people who who do deeds of kindness to you why are you trying to help me so much 
What, 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 what you want? Yeah, what, what, what's in it for you? What, 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 I hope you don't think nothing go. Now, here's what blows my mind with that thought. I, somebody tried to help you, and then you say something like, I hope you don't think you're going to get nothing because of this, but you gave it to people that didn't help you. That statement alone is a defense, is a, is a fake defense mechanism trying to say, I'm not as easy as you heard. They ain't heard nothing about you. But because the mind, oh, Lord, have mercy. I know why y'all being quiet. <laughs> Woo, Pastor Sonia said it's hard to talk with your mouth for. Amen. Listen, or, or it destroys, you know, if anybody demonstrates a consistent righteous behavior, that becomes strange to you. So you, you go to church and you, you serious about God. <laughs> uh-huh. Heard that before. All in the mind. You see it? This, this antitrust thing has also told you that nobody loves you. Nobody really cares about you. That nobody really understands you. That, that, that the motives of people who present themselves as people trying to help, uh, it, it tells you that they are lying and, and there has to be another agenda. How many of you dealt with that before? Tell the truth and shame the devil. I want you to understand what you're dealing with is a stronghold. What you were dealing with was a stronghold. And if you haven't confronted that stronghold, I promise you, it's just laying, and, and you feel like, well, I ain't done it in a while. That don't mean it's gone. It means that it's just laying dormant. And the next time that you, you get ready to run up on some happiness, that stronghold is going to activate. And then all of a sudden, you'll get, you ever got crazy about, uh, towards someone that, that, that really had your back? And, you, and then they walked out, they stormed out, hung up the phone, didn't want to deal with you for a couple of days, and you go, what is wrong with me? The answer is stronghold. And you got to deal with it because it is it is it is banking that you will not deal with it. Thus, it will always dominate your life. And watch this. And you will continuously hurt the people that's trying to love you. You understand? So so people that you love and that, you know, love you don't even want to come around because they deem you toxic. Because I ain't done nothing to you, but you're always tripping on me. Lord, have mercy. Yeah. And Satan is sitting back going, <laughs> hey, you don't listen enough in church to get delivered. Y'all want somebody to hoop. Y'all want somebody to jump around and spit. You want somebody to, <laughs> and you hoop your way into hell on the strength of strongholds. Lord, have mercy. And when you feel this way, you can't yield to people. You can't just learn from them all that you could. And this antitrust thing, you ready for this one? It's rooted in rejection. It's rooted in rejection. Most rejected people have a hard time trusting people. Hmm. Hmm. Because re rejection is embarrassing. And it hurts. See, 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 the, 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 it's embarrassing to everybody else on the outside. But it not only the embarrassment hurts you. You ever see somebody fall down the steps, you know, and as they was being goofy and they just fell down the steps and you couldn't help. You just busted out laughing. Right. Well, we'll see. We'll see. It was funny to you. But the embarrassment actually hurt worse than the steps they fell down. And, and nobody wants to trust somebody trust you. I remember in sixth grade, I remember in sixth grade, let me tell you a story. I remember in sixth grade, uh, I, I, I grew up, uh, we, we were poor. And, and I'm talking about, you know, sometimes you would have the, the holes coming out of your shoes. And, 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 you know, when it rained, it'd get wet and you, you'd get sick. And, and, and I mean, I was poor. And I went to this, this middle school in Louisville called Conway Middle. And, and I had just came from Cynthiana, Kentucky. Never, never uproot your children from a country town and put them in a city. And, and especially in the blackest middle school in the continent on the continent right i mean it was just just you know and so and so what happened was what happened was and, and when i say they, they put me in there and uh this girl they, they would fight me every day but but this is what they done the fights didn't bother me it's when one day this girl came up to me and she was so pretty and she said stephen i want you to be my boyfriend and she had me 
move all my stuff into her locker. And I'm just like, I don't know what's going on, but I'm going to roll with it because she is Right. And so I'm going home. I get home to my, we, we live with my grandmother and I get home and, you know, we didn't have no cell phones back then and you didn't even have the two way line. So, so you, your time on the phone was limited because somebody else might be trying to get through. Y'all know what I'm talking about. And so, and so I'm on the phone with her and, and I'm just talking to her and, 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 and I'm falling in love. And I don't know why. Why? I mean, I got high water pants. They would walk around the school and make songs about me and laugh at me and tease me. And you understand what I'm saying to you? And to the point to where, you know, I'd just be like, well, I'm getting ready to get suspended again. Let's get it. And and so, but but all of a sudden, this beautiful girl is on me. And she, uh, Patricia, that's her name, Patricia. And and she, and she, Patricia Williams. Mm, mm, mm. And, 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 and I began to share a locker with her. And this went on for about a week and a half. And then one day she said, I want you to come and sit at the table with us in the lunchroom. And when I did, they all came and threw their milk and juice on me. Yeah. And they was laughing at me. And when I got to the hallway to get my stuff, because I called, I got to the principal's office, I need to go home. And I ain't, you know, we don't, we don't rap. We just, I'm just going home. And, and I go to get to the locker to get my stuff, and she has, she has thrown all of my books all up and down the highway, uh, all up and down the hallway, pour out pages. I'm in trouble because of this. You know, my, all my papers, it's all on the ground. And none of that bothered me. Like the pain of the embarrassment. It was that not being able to look at my my wrongdoers it was that if i looked at someone that didn't have anything to do with it they was laughing pain shot down them throwing all the stuff on me didn't bother me one bit but when people was laughing you 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 ever been in a situation where people warned you about it you didn't want to listen and then just what they warned you about happened and and it wasn't the fact that you you know you hurt you know that that person hurt you or done you wrong and that felt bad enough but it didn't feel as bad as when you had to show up to the people that told you in the first place don't get involved ain't, ain't no pain like oh, ain't no they just embarrassed at how they looking at you this is what strengthens the stronghold of mistrust. All of the burning. You don't care nothing about the money. It's about the people that know you lent the money, that you gave the money, that you was down for them, that you had their back, and they know that you got played and it builds a stronghold and you say stuff like, never again. And I want you to understand, don't you think for one minute that because in the sixth grade, I didn't think, I don't think that Satan was behind all of that. I know he was. Because from the sixth grade, all through my life, even when I was selling drugs and winning times 10, I was always thinking about suicide. Always thinking about it. Anybody know what I'm talking about in here? Even when things are going right, you just get this silly notion of, boy, to not have to deal with it. That is Satan. And I promise you, from the day that you was born, he's been weaving some type of some type of demonic plan in your mind. And, 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 and he's been setting things up with those thoughts that every time you take a hit, every time you take a fall, every time somebody dog you, every time somebody disrespects you, every time somebody lets you down, you might as well just kill yourself. And when he couldn't get you to do it in the physical, guess what he did? He introduced you to drugs and alcohol. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Oh, dead men walk. Dead men and don't even know it. Dead men and everybody know, everybody know but you. Or, or, or worse, he, 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 he introduces you to multiple sexual partners that's going to take your mind to a place where they're not able to carry your heart. Anybody in here mad at the enemy? Generations. Generations. Woo, Lord, have mercy. 
I am convinced that the demon spirit of rejection is one of Satan's masterpieces. It keeps people twisted and bound up in their way of thinking, in their way of behaving, and in and, 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 and the way that they govern themselves. We, we was in Walmart a couple of weeks ago, and I promise I'm going to go ahead and get done, but we was in Walmart a couple of weeks ago, and, and we heard these. You remember, no, 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 no. It was a, let me, let me back that thing up. It, it was when we was in Louisville. And there was these girls, and they was walking, uh, uh, and we was in Shively, and that's before they closed the Walmart, and they, they was walking, and I was on this side looking for some pencils, and I heard them. I said, ain't nobody studying him anyway. Who's that? And it was only just a, and you know, it was a one-night stand, not on the strength of him. It was a one-night stand on the strength of me. And immediately I said, somebody's hurting. And I went around, and I looked, and I said, young queen, first of all, you got to be honest. He hurts you. Can I? I don't know how to say this without mothers. Uh, I'm sorry. But you'd rather you'd rather claim the position of a. It's why young women say things like uh, that, that's been hurt before. They say, like, you, we, I'll tell you right now, we I ain't into no relationship. We just going. You really don't mean that. But what you're really saying is, I have tried to trust people before with my heart. And when I did that, they dogged me, they crushed me, they left me for dead. So so what? So I know what you want. And since I like you, I'm going to let you have it. But I don't want you to think that you're playing me. So I'm going to say something like this. But it ain't the truth. It's really my brokenness speaking. Oh, God. It's really my mistrust. It's really my... So, so you really ain't even sleeping with me. You sleeping with my stronghold. Oh, God. Oh, God. Uh, so, so, so that stronghold of antitrust that's really rooted in rejection keeps the person's mind twisted. And, and, and when it comes down to legitimate relationships ordained by heaven to service the needs of your life, to bless you and to bring you uh, to a place of breakthrough and increase and, and, and all that God has planned for you, honey, I need you to understand that when that happens, God uses people. Now, you see the game? When God's, when, when God's ready to upgrade you, when he's ready to next level you, when he's ready to set you free, when he's ready to break you through, when he's ready to do all of that, guess what? He don't send angels. He sends people. But the stronghold, oh, God, but the stronghold that you don't trust, that you don't believe. Remember what such and such did? They said the same thing. And you can't walk away in freedom. Because you've been kidnapped by experience. Another stronghold that is demonic, I'm almost done, that is de as demonic as well is this thing we call fear. Now, fear is a prevailing power because one thing about fear is it produces torment. The scripture says that perfect love cast out fear because fear has torment. There are people who suffer from panic attacks. Am I talking to you? There are people who are constantly dealing with trauma, terrorizing thoughts, and they are overwhelmed with anxiety. Everything, you're suspicious of everything. Some, some, some of you in here today have something that's called trepidation. Uh, which is just fear or agitation that something is going to happen. You don't see no signs. Ain't nobody, ain't nobody done nothing to you. But it's my my, my wife deals this tough with me uh, because I have a saying. She she says, uh, uh, you know, you 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 always uh, uh, you don't trust nobody else. I trust you. Nobody else. I said, okay, nope. Because anything can happen. So when you come into my life, I'm nice and I mean it. I say I love you and I mean it. But we have to have gone through something. Let me tell you something. Stop running around here making everybody your friend overnight. Stop making everybody your friend overnight. They ain't been your friend six months and you want to make them your sister. They're your family member. 
They're your brother. That's your cousin. Stop lying. M let me tell you something. I, I come from the old school, and we had to have went through something. You see this man standing right here? You see this man sitting right here? See, me and him been through some things. So I know when hell gets hot and it's crazy times three, I know that I can call that number. And if it's for real, for real, he's getting up out of the bed. He's going to come get me. He's going to meet me. There is no ifs, ands, and buts about it. If my daughter is in trouble and I cannot get to her, I know to call him because we've been through some things in life that says, I am your friend. I am your Jonathan. I am your David. I've got your back. But the problem in 2023 is we went around here and we make everybody friends in a week and then and then blown away when 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 they don't act friendly if i call if i call kim earl's phone it's done been through some things together she sat there not knowing what to do when my cousin died and she just prayed as I cried so hard on my desk that I, I, the papers began to tear apart. Been through something. And when you've been through something with some people, you've got to cherish what you've got. Because Satan will try to eliminate that relationship because, because what he don't want is for you to have God-like friends. He wants to put people in your life that's going to use you and abuse you and do you wrong and cause mischief and all of that. Lord, have mercy. People who, then you got people who deal with something called morbid fear. That's the kind of fear that makes no sense at all. Like, what is wrong with you? That don't even mean sister, you be talking like that. Why would you think? I mean, ain't nobody morbid fear. That's when you say stuff like, somebody been talking about me, and ain't nobody been talking about you. <laughs> you know, they just don't like me. They ain't even thought about you. They ain't even thought about you. What, 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 are you, what are you upset? And you done made a whole war. And I tell you right now, if he's cool with him after I done told them what I got to tell them, what well, the problem is, what you're telling me isn't true. It's only true in your head. Be careful of people who only believe what's in their head. Because it, just because it's right to you don't mean it's right, period. You understand what I'm saying to you? And you got to be careful about people like this. Lord, have mercy. Dealing with all kinds of phobias. And what that fear does is eventually, get this, it breaks down individual spiritual immune systems to where now the soul is so fragmented and broken because of fear. Fear turns, fear will tear you to pieces, all kinds of pieces. Notice I said all kinds of pieces. You, you ever seen a scary person operate? They do some stupid stuff, don't they? You ever been scared that your mate cheated? So you went cheated? Oh, God is deep in here. Huh? Oh, Lord. I know he. I will meet you. Huh? Oh, and us brothers ought not laugh because we're the worst at it, right? Because I'm going to tell you something. We, we, we got X and Y chromosomes. In other words, women, we got y'all's feelings and ours. And I, I mean, and we could be cheating for 20 years straight. And, and finally, your girl, give, your girl give somebody the phone number. And we ready to, we, you, we ready to make the news, Jack. What you mean you gave him your number? What you mean you, you got four other babies to own this woman? And then, and, and I was like, she gave her phone to you. So that's what we doing now? That's what, that's what type of woman you are? Then we go from that to, oh my God, what am I going to do? I'm going, that's me. And I'm telling you, I'm telling you the truth, shame the devil. I'm going to tell you something. We can't take it. We cannot take it. And it's all, I said this the other day, and I'm going to say it, I'm going to say it again. It's always the prettiest ones, well, but would be the weakest cats in the game. They, they so pretty, and they cheat on everybody. And then one day, and, and the girl don't answer the phone, and he ride past, and it's a car like four houses down that he, and he just get, get a rope. Oh, we can't take it. Can't it? <laughs> My pastor's on one day. She said, you can't handle the truth. No, we can't. Why do we do that anyway? Just tell me the truth. Just tell me the truth. I can take it, and you know you can't.
Jesus. I was going to tell a story. You know the story. I ain't going to tell that story, though. Amen. We're going, hold on, I'm going to get you out of here. I'm going to get you I got five minutes. I'm going to get you out of here. I ain't going to tell that story. Uh-uh. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Fear have you crazy. Fear make you pay more. Huh? You come up with incredible lies on the strength of fear. Whatever you want, baby. Just don't leave. We can get counseling. I mean. Mm. Uh, hey, boy, that used to be my go-to. You know, I think I need some counseling. I think I'm, hey, baby, how you doing? Hey, shouted. Love you, girl. Love you. You're hood. Now, I want you to catch <laughs> Listen, I want you to catch this. It's deep. People don't know how to receive love. People don't know how to receive love when people don't know how to give love. Did you hear that? That'll help you right there. It, it, it's an issue of fear. When you see people that just can't love, it's fear. Something has happened that they've not shared with you or they shared it with you and you didn't understand the, 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 the seriousness or the heaviness of the situation. And they, and they come back and say, I told you this happened to me. See, and men, here's the problem with us. Because we've usually been the dogger, we don't really understand the dog. So when they say such and such broke my heart, he did me wrong, he played me, he spent my money, he we went and put my best friend and yada, 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 and all that, right? We just going, did that last month so 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 it wasn't that important to you so then when you begin to operate in a way that that is sparking you know fires giving 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 sparks to the fire that of her of her of her stronghold now you want to act like you don't know what's wrong with her she told you what was wrong with her but because doing wrong is just something that we are known to do it didn't seem like no big thing am i counseling in here today you can leave your offering by the podium amen amen People, people don't know how to receive love when people don't know how to give love, and it's an issue of fear, and fear produces torment, and it's the prevailing mentality that constantly makes the believer suspicious of other people. It's a demonic strongman that has a stronghold, and its goal is to keep that individual in cycles of torment, cycles of emotional agony. You ever been in emotional agony? Lord, how mercy. You don't even want to get out of the bed when, when your mind is so messed up about something that's going on in your life. Cycles of mental trepidation, cycles of delusional thinking, all connected to this thing called fear. And there are other strongholds, many in fact. And if these strongholds are allowed to continue on with no confrontation, get this, there will be nothing new about you. Many of you really want to be new, but your mind, your mind, your mind is in a stronghold. Now I've asked... Next week, we're going to deal with this. We're going to finish this sermon series, God willing, and the creek don't rise. We're going to deal with this for the last time. The subject of are you new? And I believe that if you'll do a few things during this week, I want you to come back and bring your friends that's broken. And I believe that we're going to walk through deliverance. The Holy Spirit told me we're going to walk through deliverance next Sunday. I'm going to, I'm, he, he told me, he said, this, this week coming, uh, uh, you, you can do your, your, your clergy duties, but, but for real, for real, you're going to be consecrated this week because we, we're going to release some word in this building that is going to release you, many of you from the strongholds that you have been victim to most of your lives. Oh, God. So, 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 I, so on the strength of that, I asked the ushers to give everyone a piece of paper who came today. Did anybody not get a paper? If you didn't get a paper, if we got some, we, we out of them, can we copy some more real quick? I want everybody to, to leave with a paper. Huh? The printer's not working? Okay. Kim's got an extra one? Okay, somebody's got an extra one? Let's, let's get it to someone. That... Okay, okay, we're sharing. Praise God. Look at the Lord. Amen. Now, 
You under, now, now, let me let me tell you why this is so important already. Ain't nothing been wrong with the printer all week. I've been printing all week. I've been printing for the last month. Amen. But I do believe that Satan will jam up a printer <laughs> before he lets you get a paper of the truth. Amen. And I tell you now, I want you, I want you to understand that there, there, there's also a prayer on this paper. It's on the back of it, which is for the breaking of soul ties. If you desire, if you have a desire of being new in Christ, this is one of the first steps in doing so after you repent, give your life to Jesus and believe, amen? Repeat this prayer for every illegal sex partner you have ever had. Illegal simply means who you had sex with that you wasn't married to. Now, get this, get this. Satan is gonna try to shame some of you because you don't get to say all of them in the line. You've got to do it for every person that you have illegally laid down with. Now, the first thing that Satan's going to do is he's going to make you ashamed. He's going to make you, he's going, he's going to deal with your shame issues. What was wrong with you? Why would you do that? Him? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And it's going to make you put down the pen. Now, if you're anything like me, you had to get a notebook. And you had to write everybody down so that you could do the prayer. But you have to do it every time. Let me tell you, what, let me tell you why this is important. One time, I, I had a knee injury, and I hadn't hurt my knee. And I was in Walmart. And I was like, man, I had just learned about these soul ties. I, I mean, my knee is just inflamed. And I'm like, what is wrong with my knee? And I ran into a woman that was in a wheelchair that I had, I had been with illegally. And I said, hey, what, what happened to your leg? What happened to you? You in the church? She said, oh, I can walk. I, I just, uh, my knee is busted up. And I can't, you know, I can't, I haven't been able to walk on it, like say in a Walmart or something like that. And I went out of that Walmart and I got my prayer out. And I said that and on everything that I love, by the time I didn't, by the time I got home, I was walking like this again. It will return, men, it will return your stamina. Not just so you can go out and give it to anybody else, but so that you have it for who's your wife. Women, it will return your righteousness, your wholeness. You understand what I'm saying to you? Not, not so that you can go out and give it to any sexy decks to come across, but so that you can save it for your husband. Let me, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something powerful, and I'm done. Oh, God, this is powerful. In, in 2 Corinthians 5 and 17, it says, uh, therefore, if any man be in Christ, they are a new creation. Old things have passed away, and behold, all things have become new. All things, huh, can become, all, all things have become new. So, so, so watch this. When you, when you do the soul ties and, and you're saved, everything about your anatomy is new. Oh, God. Y'all don't hear me in here. And you say, well, Pastor, I, I, I'm talking about there, 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 there will be some, some spiritual. Yes, I'm going to say it. There will be some spirit, renewed versions in the house. Oh, God. Why? He said, because all things become new. And somebody said, well, how's that going to be? Because I've had sex before marriage. Uh, yeah, you had sex, but not like, not while you were new. So your husband, your wife will get what is new. Because old things have passed away. Oh, God. Y'all, y'all. <laughs> oh, Lord. So. He renews it all. No matter what they call you, no matter what you thought about yourself, he renews it. He renews it all. Amen. This week, I want you to, if you want to be delivered, if you want to get away from these soul ties, only you know, I want you to take this, this paper seriously. 
I want you to go through the steps. I don't care how many times you have to pray the prayer, pray the prayer. I want you to stay as far away from sin. If you really want to get free next week, I'm going to need you to stay as far away from sin as you can. That means I'm going to need you to lay off the music that's ungodly. I'm going to need you to lay off the shows that's full of corruption and, and, and vulgar language. I, I'm going to need you to help me in this, okay? Uh, help me, not the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost got all power. It's, it's nothing to him, you understand? But, 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 but see, you have to give an invest. Sometimes you got to put a down, vest, a down payment on the investment. That's what we're going to do. We got some more. Anybody don't have a paper? Anybody that don't have a paper? All right. We'll save them. We'll save them. You got you. Woman of God over here, Key. Uh, so, so this is what we're going to do. Amen. And we're going to come next week. Come with a word. And at the end of the service, we're going to say goodbye to some behaviors that's been dog walking us for years. Amen. Amen.